0: Let's take a moment to reflect on the judgments we make about others and how others seem to judge us as we listen to Elder Lynn G. Robbins point out the Savior's righteous judgments and how He teaches us to treat those around us. In His mortal life, Jesus Christ was a loving judge uncommonly wise and patient. He is known in the Scriptures as the righteous judge and His counsel to us is to also judge righteous judgment and to put your trust in that spirit which leadeth to do good and to judge righteously. A shameful example of unrighteous judgment comes from the parable of the lost sheep when the Pharisees and scribes ill-judged both the Savior and His dinner company, saying, This man receiveth sinners and eateth with them, oblivious to the fact that they were sinners themselves. Possessed of condemning hearts, the scribes and Pharisees never knew the joy of rescuing lost sheep was also the scribes and Pharisees who brought a woman taken in adultery to the Savior to see if He would judge her according to the law of Moses. You know the rest of the story, how He humbled them for their unrighteous judgment and how they were convicted by their own conscience and departed one by one. He then said to the woman, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. And the woman glorified God from that hour and believed on His name. The natural man and woman in each of us has a tendency to condemn others and to judge unrighteously or self-righteously. It even happened to James and John, two of the Savior's apostles. They were infuriated when the people of a Samaritan village treated the Savior disrespectfully. And when they saw this, they said, Lord, wilt thou that we command fire to come down from heaven and consume them, even as Elias did? But he turned and rebuked them and said, "Ye know not what manner of spirit ye are of, for the Son of Man is not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. Today's common judges should avoid any similar impulse to condemn like James and John did on that occasion. A righteous judge would respond to confessions with compassion and understanding. However, compassion doesn't nullify the need for discipline. The word discipline comes from the Latin word discere, to learn, or discipulus, learner, making a disciple, a student, and follower. To discipline the Lord's way is to lovingly and patiently teach. In the scriptures, the Lord often uses the word chasten when speaking of discipline. The word chasten comes from the Latin castus, meaning chaste or pure, and chasten, to purify. While few of us will be called to be common judges, The principles of righteous judgment apply to all of us, especially to parents who have a daily opportunity to use these principles with their children. To effectively teach a child is the very essence of good parenting and to lovingly discipline the very essence of being a righteous judge. President Joseph F. Smith taught, If children are defiant and difficult to control, be patient with them until you can conquer by love and you can then mold their characters as you please. It is insightful that in teaching how to discipline, the prophets seem to always refer to Christ-like attributes. No power or influence can or ought to be maintained by virtue of the priesthood only by persuasion, by long-suffering, by gentleness and meekness, and by love unfeigned, by kindness and pure knowledge, which shall greatly enlarge the soul without hypocrisy and without guile reproving betimes with sharpness when moved upon by the Holy Ghost, and then showing forth afterwards an increase in love. This scripture teaches us to reprove when moved upon by the Holy Ghost, not when moved upon by anger. The Holy Ghost and anger are incompatible, because he that hath the spirit of contention is not of me, but is of the devil, who is the father of contention, and he stirreth up the hearts of men to contend with anger, George Albert Smith taught that, quote, unkind things are not usually said under the inspiration of the Lord. The Spirit of the Lord is a spirit of kindness. It is a spirit of patience. It is a spirit of charity and love and forbearance and long suffering. But if we have the Spirit of fault finding in a destructive manner, that never comes as a result of the companionship of the Spirit and is always harmful. Kindness is the power that God has given us to unlock hard hearts and subdue stubborn souls. Close quote. President Thomas S. Monson has taught us, never let a problem to be solved become more important than a person to be loved. How very vital that principle is in becoming righteous judges, especially with our own children. There is only one way to judge righteous judgment as Jesus Christ does, and that is to be as He is. That was an excerpt from Elder Lynn G. Robbins' talk, The Righteous Judge. Thank you for taking a moment to reflect with us here on BYU Radio.